Make your money last. Chances are good you have more time ahead of you than you think. Plan accordingly. Not according to our last podcast. Thanks for listening to the Dollar Saving Divas. If you have ideas for an upcoming episode, we would love to hear from you. Just head to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash dollarsavingdivas. See us and share your comments. We're going to have Alzheimer's by the time we're 51. But this is, I think this is kind of interesting. How many more years will you live? Hopefully a long, long time. That's my interjection. Mm -hmm. It's not an idle question. My mom lived to be 25, (laughs) 95. That two and that nine, that'll get you every time. 28% of Americans 50 and older underestimate their life expectancy by five years or more, according to a recent study by the Society of Actuaries. Is that married people hoping they're living five years less? (laughs) God, or get divorced. The finding is even more pronounced among women. Nearly a third significantly miscalculate how How many many more more years they they can reasonably expect to live. Which means we live a lot longer than our spouses <laughs> or our significant other. Okay. This, this pessimism, pessimism about the years that left, was directed at me. <laughs> left you to ha- to left to to you has a downside. You could run out of money. That's not good. Underestimating longevity, money managers say, can be a big mistake. Well, duh, leading you to sock away too little in savings or to choose to retire before you're financially stable. Okay, your life expectancy is a foundation of your planning. Well, yeah. All right, finding the right target. Many recent headlines have warned of decreasing life expectancies in the U.S. due to COVID and so other societal issues, but these reports don't necessarily apply to you. Oh, okay. Where'd you find this article? This is AARP. I keep reading from these. All right. Their averages for the entire population. So basically, this is telling you you're not average. Right. Yeah. To get a fresh, relatively objective sense of your longevity. Where am I? Many tools are available. Search online for life expectancy calculator. What? And you can get an estimate from several sources, each with its own formula, just to create confusion in your life. Awesome, because I don't have enough of that. Whatever number or numbers you end up with, financial planners such as Donald Duncan um, of Chicago recommend adding a few years to it to account for a wild card. (laughs) What is this, the Major League Baseball series? You are an MLB series, so add a wild card. Yes, medical advances could keep you going even longer. I have a lot of clients with financial plans that don't terminate until the age of 100. Oh, Lord. Lord. Maybe I need gonna, a calculator to know how long I'm going to live. They're going to cryo-freeze us. Yeah. It sounds I know, it sounds hot. Painful. Okay, adjusting your plan. Once you have a better estimate of your remaining years, you can tweak your money plan for a longer life. One, create a spending plan that goes the distance. Whether you are nearing retirement or already there, a realistic spending plan will help you not run out of money. Use one or more retirement income calculators to estimate if you are on track based on factors such as your longevity expectations, your current savings, your social security benefit, and your spending. Ameriprise, Fidelity, 
Nerd Wallet, Nerd Wallet, mm-hmm. T Row Price, and Vanguard all have good web based tools. Except Just when it comes back red. I have Fidelity. It I, keeps coming back red. I had, I <laughs> meaning had, warning. I had Fidelity, but I, I cashed that, that, one, that one in because I made it a cash account um, to help pay for a wedding that we had. Just search online for the company name and retirement income calculator. But, but there's a footnote there. It may, may induce depression. <laughs> well, I, do you yeah. really want to do that? <laughs> no, but I, we do have a, um, I mean, we know what we spend, you know, pretty much. Or do something, a, just like live for another year and go skydiving and then you don't have to worry about living till 100. Skydiving? <laughs> I no. don't know. This gets depressing. I mean, especially after everybody, how many people went through COVID and with, you know, jobs being lost and... Oh, yeah. I, I mean, this is a hard one to kind of look at right now. So if you want to save yourself the hassle and depression, don't do this for another few years. Okay, do but number two. But that's not two. official advice. No. Don't Adjust say to your plan. Do number two. Trim your outlays. For many older Americans, that means giving your family more of your time, not more of your money. In a recent creditcards.com poll... Nearly 80% of parents who helped their adult kids financially during the pandemic said they gave money that they would have used to improve their own financial situation, such as paying off debt. The average gift was $4,100. That's ridiculous. They're adults. Don't even get me started on adults that are supported and enabled by their parents. And how about the ones That's that another how about the ones podcast. that live with their parents? <laughs> oh well, there we go. That too. That's do we want to do a whole podcast? Oh on that yeah. One? <laughs> what? I'm the expert here. Oh my. <laughs> what not Lord. to do Ooh. with your kids so that they don't live I'm with a, you at 45 I, years old? I'm an old. only child, so uh, and my daughter's an only child. No, no, we don't pay off any of those debts. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. We paid for the wedding, and that was it. She's on her own. All right. The next one, delay taking Social Security. Yes, yes, Is this yes. i.e. there's not going to be any Social Security to take? Is that just, that's all that says, right? Well, <laughs> they said about well, like 2060 or something, something like that. So in but, but 39 the, years? The, the, yeah. But the key is, um, like, I'm 65, my husband's 66. We're in pretty good health. I mean, I work out until the pandemic and my mom got sick, but... Um, and I really don't have too many bad habits. We're not taking Social Security until we're 70 because you get the maximum. Oh, okay. Well, um, it says the more you need your benefit from Social Security, the more important it is to postpone taking it. Yeah, we, we don't, and we don't need it. And it, it's just going to be, I mean, and it's quite a bit of money when we turn 70. I mean, okay. it's enough it says, that we could live on it for a year. I mean, what we would get on an annual basis is pretty much what we spend in a year. That's because of what we made when we were working. Right. So, uh, yeah, if you says, don't need it, don't take it. Yeah, especially if you're the higher earner in, in, earner, it says earner, earner. in your marriage. What about just your household? Um, that's because if you start your monthly check at 62, it will be 25 to 30% less, where's my other page, than it would be if you waited until full retirement age, wait until 70, like Kelly just noted, and the benefit based upon your work record will increase by 8% of your full retirement age benefit each year. You'll never find that kind of guaranteed return in the stock or bond market. Well, they send um, a report every year too, or you can go online and get it, that 
says, you know, where your income was. It's a, it's a like, a, and actually, get, they send it to us in the mail, and it says at sixty-two and a half, at sixty-five, yeah. at sixty-six. Right. I think it's sixty-six and a half or sixty-six and three quarters is when you're fully vested, but that doesn't mean you get all that money that you would get as if you were 70 but it tells you how much and i mean it's significant difference between 66 and 70 even um yeah so that's why we said why if we don't need it don't take it and then when we hit 70 we're taking it all Interesting. Yes, it is very interesting. All right, what's the next one? Review okay. your health coverage. Review, review your health coverage yearly. Well, because we're in Medicare, if you have a Medicare Part D drug plan or a Medicare Advantage, we have an advantage. Don't put your and we also have AARP advantage. Uh, don't um, don't put your policy on autopilot. Plans, costs, and coverage can change as can your health needs. When open enrollment begins every year in mid October, which is now, now, yeah. review your coverage with the help of the Medicare Plan Finder, which you can find at Medicare-gov plan backslash plan dash compare. compare. Or you can just put in Medicare Plan Finder to make sure it's the best for you. If you're, and it takes a long time to do the research on when you're initially set. Uh, oh, it does take a long time? Oh, my What's gosh. What's a long time? A week? A month? Or, I mean... Oh, Weeks. And how old do you have to be to start getting Medicare? 65. Okay. But it it took my husband weeks when he was, I mean, and he started when he was 64 and a half just to research it all. And then, because then when October hit, he was ready to push the button and get what he needed. And with the extra supplemental, because everybody needs the supplemental because Medicare just doesn't cover everything um but aarp are like go a good to plan. aarp well the good thing was <laughs> he didn't have to do all the research for me because i was younger than he, he so he knew what what it what, what it all was so he just pushed the button for me which was great because he didn't have to go through it all but it does take a long time to, to figure it out because they're you know all those ones you see on tv 1-800 you know medicare right, this right they're not medicare they're just a company that's trying to sell you extra plans so they're really not they even though they show you as john doe and they do red white and blue they're not medicare they're not the government they're just trying to sell you a plan. So be very careful and cautious. And phone calls. They inundate you with phone calls. Starting at 64, you will get phone calls all the time. Well, and I mean like once a day. Interesting. Scary. You know what you can do for the phone calls? Set up a Google number. And then you can turn it on or off, like a business Google yes. number, and just connect it to your phone. And then you can have operating, like your operating oh, hours. Okay. So it goes on silent. My husband just yells at him. Oh, well, I have better things. He just yells. I've got them. teenagers to yell. At. Okay, five. Look for a fun job. I kind of like this. Another now, and I do volu- like a volunteer work, but yeah. another option is keep working and building your retirement kitty. Even if you don't end up saving much, a little work could keep you from dipping into your nest egg. Evan says this. Evan says most of his clients have a gig, either paid or volunteer, well into their seventies. It's often something fun, like working at a golf course. He points out, even if they're not getting paid, he says his clients who work are happier and more optimistic. 
Or you can invest in a semi-absentee franchise. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. She's always selling, for God's sake. Okay, somebody right want off a lot does, of your expenses. Does somebody want to hire me? I'm a great marketing person. <laughs> Kelly, dollar-saving divas, please look me up. Hire me. I work cheap. Thefranchiseeducator.com. All right, invest for growth with a cushion. To generate income for many years, your nest egg has to keep growing, but you also need to know that your money is safe. You can meet both goals by keeping uh, several years worth of living expenses in cash and safer investments such as CDs and short-term bonds and investing the rest more aggressively. That Who has way- CDs anymore and short-term bonds? I don't know anybody that has CDs and short-term bonds. I know, bonds. I'm not a financial planner. Uh, that way you have a safety net if the market goes down, but you additionally have investments that can outpace inflation. An old rule of thumb was to subtract your age from 100 to find out what percentage of money you should have in stocks. Today, many planners suggest subtracting your age from 120, wow, to raise the chances that you'll have enough for a longer life. If you're 65, that would mean keeping 55% of your retirement savings in stocks. But look at your individual situation. If you have other sources of income, like a franchise, such as a pension, you may be able to invest less in stocks and still have your money last a lifetime. Well, I know we, we're, 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 we're fairly stock heavy. We like stocks and stocks have done, stocks have been very, very good to us. <laughs> we've made a lot of money in our stocks. So we've, we, we did sell some, but we've kept a big portion of them because, so we're probably on that. But it says about the 55 percent and six or 65. So yeah. So these are these are. I think these are really good tips on how to make your money last. And just don't take your social security until you're 70. Over and out. <laughs>